0: Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sarikolia here and welcome again to another episode, this week's episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Thank you for the support. Thank you for those who are listening through iTunes, Teacher, Spreaker, Castbox. Tune in. Uh, you name it, there's so many platforms out there and where my podcast is available, but also those who are watching through YouTube. Thank you for the support. Thank you for sticking with me, sticking out with me, and really helping me uh, to succeed in this dream, which is to keep this thing going till, you know, the wheels come off. Uh, It's just the way it is. You know, I really appreciate your support. Now, we're living in really difficult times, that's for sure. Um, Times are very uncertain, and there's a lot of fear in the world right now in in regards to everything because we wake up in in the morning, we don't know how the day is going to unfold, what news are going to come, or what's going to happen tomorrow. But in the middle of all of this, I wanted to talk about this week, Uh, about something that an industry that has been hit really hard. Of course, I already talked previously about the movies that have been delayed. And there's like, you know, more movies have been delayed and they will continue to be delayed. Some movies have been delayed all the way till next year. So it's amazing all that is happening in Hollywood. Uh, But the previous week, we talked about the gaming world, the gaming industry, how this is affecting uh, everything for them. But today I want to talk about one that really touches home for me as a comic book collector, as a comic book reader. Um... Now that everything that is happening with pretty much Diamond distributors, that they are not distributing stuff, and uh, a lot of comics, know they were not delivered this week. Uh, pretty much there was nothing new released this week. And there is a lot of... Um, uncertainty about it and there's a lot of fears and i have read a few articles this week uh some from bleeding cool you know uh, normally i don't care much about bleeding cool because there's a lot of also they hype a lot of things and there's a lot of misinformation or things are a little watered down and there's sensationalists, in one way or another you know they just trying to get grab you and read some articles that sometimes are not even well written but there's other uh, websites also, like The Hollywood Reporter, they have really, uh, they've been covering the fact that what is happening in the, in the comic book world with the, uh, some initiatives to trying to bring normality to comic books, to bring, actually to push digital media while right now people cannot go to the stores. But there's a lot of fear right now in the comic bu- book world um, because uh, if the things continue the way they are, many comic book shops are going to close. And that's just bottom line. We have to remember that most comic book shops are run by individuals. They're run by by people. There are pops and you know moms and pop shops that people really uh, they do their own. They invest their money. They create this small businesses in town, and they push this. And the margins of profit are very minimal. And it, you have to if you you have you own a comic book shop first and foremost. You do it because you love comic books, not because you want to be rich, not because you want to be a millionaire. You know, there's all sort of business in the world. Some business are for profit. It's just about making money. Every business is for profit. But some businesses are more because you love the art, because you love what you do. And the same like many restaurants, the margins of profit on many restaurants are really minimum. Uh, they're very little but people love to do those things and they sustain those businesses. And the same happens with this business. It's a small business not for people to be rich, particularly in an industry that has been hit throughout the years with so many different challenges, particularly now in a digital media world. Uh, And all of this is really affecting um, the capacity for this to survive. You know, many of them are not gonna be able to reopen. If this continue on more than the 30 days it two months, three months, some people are saying that this is gonna last all the way until August through summer, uh, it depends on how things unfold in the, cu- in the next couple of weeks. Uh, many of these places are not gonna be able to reopen because a lot of these little places, you know, they have to pay rent. Some some places have mortgage. Some people own their places, but most people they have to pay rent and they have to pay utilities. They have to keep a staff and they have to pay their suppliers. So. If you're unable to open, you're unable to run your business, how can you pay your own personal bills? How can you maintain your home? So people are have to close business, close shop, I have to move on into something totally different. So it's definitely, it's definitely it's scary right now for comic book stores and comic book shops. And uh, unfortunately, it's, it's scary for many of us. Now I'm going to use uh, different articles from different websites, and I'm going to have the link in the description for those who are interested to read those articles. And I'm going to start with Bleeding Cool. Blooding Cool has been reporting widely the effects that the current coronavirus pandemic has on the comic book industry, specifically the direct market comic book industry. We have seen comic shops shut down on the government mandate and fear of infection. Uh, comic publishers pulled back on their publication schedule or stopped publishing entirely. The direct market distributor Diamond Comic Distributors shut its doors to new product and uh, make people redundant and stop paying publishers. But today that all changes. Over a week ago, we gave one modest suggestion the comic shop might be able to sell digital codes for comic books through their websites, redeem them for print comic books later, maintaining the weekly rear bus without sacrificing the physical and collector mentality. We were told that the bureaucracy behind such a plan would be untainable. Today, that has all changed too, and it appears that the right people have been working on this for some time. Have been speaking to Stowe Coulson, owner of Comic Store Heroes for Sale of New Zealand and of Comic Hub. This is an app uh, that you can download through uh, iTunes or through your uh, Android device. The point of sale management software for many comic book stores. They have been uh, talking to a lot of stores and a lot of publishers about getting just that kind of system going. Publishers can already post preview pages for upcoming titles for the existing Comic Hub customer tool. When customers register, their account they link with a physical print store which means stores don't need even their own website Uh, customers order comics receive them digitally and then redeem them for the physical copy at their comic book store at later date adding a shopping cart means that publishers creators and stores get paid that means there and then without having to wait even diamond can get paid in advance for the physical distribution as when printing and distribution returns this is a major game changer for a comic Comic book industry under shutdown. Comic Up usually takes time to be installed inside a comic shop. Uh, given the circumstances, they have pared back the standard tool costs to work online for every comic book store on the planet. Comic Hub doesn't even need an existing website to work within. Stores register customers and control that data, not Comic Hub. The company has also pulled the app from iOS and Google so as to prevent any existing Comic Hub clients from proactively stealing customers of other stores. They even cover international exchanges of currency. Comics Pro and Comic Hub. Uh, Stuck Carlson has put his considerable resources behind this solution and they will be rolling out a version gradually so as to stress test the system. On the 8th of April, they will run the new system out across their existing hundred stores. On the 9th, they will add stores from the Comics Pro activist group Uh, by the 10 they will add 200 more they want to add every store in the world by the 12th of april so by wednesday the 15th of april they will be able to run a full direct market of comic book stores using digital and print whatever system of lockdown we will be in at that stage Comic Hub has been talking to all major comics publishers to achieve this, and it will also cover the two or three missing weeks the direct market has experienced since the coronavirus pandemic set in. While it is unfortunate that today's date is rather notable, this is not a joke. This is, for one or a better phrase, the savior of the direct comic book market. Now it says, our last best hope for a piece. I'm aware that some stores will see this as a way of driving their customers away from print and towards digital. However, if the last 10 years has taught us anything, is that traditional comic books readers prefer print. And right now, not being able to choose anything will doom hundreds of comic book stores and take down a few publishers along the way this is a chance to preserve the traditional direct market of print comics to stores i hope the right people seize the opportunity now it's sticking with bleeding cool but now reading a different article that was also released yesterday but a a later hour it says more comic book stores close permanently Uh, today bleeding cool look at one potential solution to save the comic book shop that is being rolled out this is the article that we just read not all comic shops will make it that far. The coronavirus pandemic is already causing some shops to shutter, not just for the duration, but for good. Bleeding Cool previously reported that what Leeds Comics was doing, but a few more comic stores have made a similar decision. More stores open in 2019 than closed, but it is unlikely anyone will be able to say the same in 2020, and we will see more comic book stores close show enough comics of tuscaloosa alabama they posted the following on facebook last week this is something that we never thought we would have to be writing after march 31st show enough comics will no longer be in business through the month of april we will have sporadic hours but we will keep them updated on facebook due to many different factors and the current health crisis is all but done us in we'll still be getting comics this week and we will be on sale starting around 2 p.m. on March 24 but after that we will not also do to diamond halting shipments uh, for the time being. We share with each and every one of our customers, friends that we served through the years and think of all of you as family. All the friendships and memories that we made over the years have sustained us through many hard times and hope to keep in touch with as many of you as we can in the future. Also after this crisis it's subsided sometime in April, we hope that we can have one last sale for all our customers. They updating a few days later, unfortunately, since we cannot be open through the 31st now between the city and now the state deciding that we can't be open past 5 p.m. Saturday, we will be open today till 6 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Blue Moon Comics of San Rafael, California. They also posted on Facebook last week. Just wanted to inform you of our status. We have stopped stop all comic shipments at this time. So no new comics for the next month or so. Steven and I are accessing the viability of keeping the business going. As you know, business has not been good for quite some time. And this may be fate's way of saying it is time to stop. When we know, you will know. Thank you all for your support over the years. We do this for you, the comic fans, and the love of the medium. Please be safe, and let's all hope for good things to come after this trying time is over. Now, there's another one, Purple uh, Turtle Comics in Vallejo, California. Blue and Cool has confirmed that this store has permanently closed after opening only a year ago. A popular store running signings with well-known comic book creators, the diamonds shut down was too much it seems now i'm moving on to the hollywood reporter and this is a, a more recent also was uh, released yesterday but it's a bit more recent and this is a response to what actually um, in this case bleeding cool w- reported early in the day can comic Hub really rescue comic shop this is the title of this article And I think it's very interesting. It says right here, the company has been hailed as a savior for the industry, but can its bold plan actually work? Uh, Comic book shops across the country have closed in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, raising questions of how they will survive. On Wednesday, it looked like stores have found new hope in the form of an ambitious new plan by a company called Comic Hub. The truth, however, uh, proved to be more complicated and far less clear than the initial promise communicated via a story on the pop culture site bleeding Cool with the headline, Today the comic shop's direct market was safe. Uh, That's the one we just read initially. The thinking behind the comic hub offer is relatively straightforward. It would offer an online portal through which customers would purchase comic books in print, which would then be available to them at the comic book store of their choice. Before them, a digital version of the issue would be available to view in Comic Hub's portal. In theory, it would allow comic book stores to sell new material even during the coronavirus shutdown. Currently, that is largely not possible, as Diamond Comic uh, Distributors, which handles distribution for all the major comics publishers, has halted distribution, leading to major publishers, including Marvel and DC, to pause new releases. The most obvious roadblock facing the company is that it requires the consent of publishers to work, who would have to supply a digital version of releases to Comic Hub in advance of release for fans to be able to view them. Whether or not they want to do that is an unanswered question for two reasons, both relating to Amazon's digital comics platform Comixology. Firstly, it is unknown whether publishers have entered into exclusive contracts with Comixology for the sale and distribution of digital content. Secondly, as the system currently stands, digital and print editions are sold separately. Combining the two, as Comic Hub intends to do, effectively cuts the earning potential for any individual release in half. When viewed in that light, it is difficult to make a case to publishers to agree to the offering as it currently stands. What company wants to volunteer to cut its profits in two, particularly right now. No publisher contacted by The Hollywood Reporter was willing to confirm that he was involved with the Comic Hub solution at the time of writing. Publishers aren't the only problem, however. Multiple retailers have been voicing concerns to Comic Hub and in private retailer forums, citing worries that the platform would enable readers to transition from buying in print to buying digitally. Additionally, concerns were raised over the fact that Comic Hub didn't actually address retailers' primary worry in the current climate print distribution remains with diamond but in order to meet the criteria for purchase issues would have to be released digitally the very thing retailers complain about with regards to the idea of publishers releasing new issues digitally via comiXology ahead of eventual print releases once stores reopen in other words it doesn't actually solve any problems retailers are facing Comic Hub reportedly intends to scale up from 100 stores on April 8th to the entire market covered by Damon just one week later, and its relationship to both retailers and publishers remain. Expect this story to evolve and develop for some time, at least until Comic Hub's self-imposed April 15th deadline for complete coverage of the comic book market. All right, guys, that was a lot of reading and definitely very important reading. I would say if you want to follow right now what's happening with the comic book world, Uh, I would say Bleeding Cool. I'm not a fan of Bleeding Cool. I don't really like all the articles. I don't even like their website because there's a lot of pop-ups and all kind of stuff. It's not a website that I enjoy going through. But I do like The Hollywood Reporter. I do uh, research a lot of information there when I talk about entertainment there. And the fact that they're covering right now what's happening with the comic world, it's good. They they, they have released some articles in regards to it. They're following up with the, the news in regards to it. So I follow them as well. But I do believe, uh, as you can see, there's two sides here. Uh, bleeding Cool in one way, it seems that it's very supportive of this idea. Um, you know, They want this to succeed, and I think it's an idea that has some merit. Uh, really giving or trying to give more power, in this case to the stores to control and the consumers to really kinda choose what they want. Uh, however, there's a lot of limitations in the way. And the way things are set up, particularly that Diamond really has the monopoly when it comes about the distribution of comics. So they are the biggest company right now. That you have to change their mind. How can they adapt to this? Are they willing to really compromise on this? And of course, you got the, in, the, in the digital side, you have Amazon, who which owns, in this case, uh, Comixology, which is the largest distributor of uh, digital media, digital comic books. And even though they're not open in regards to the type of contracts that they have with these companies, they manage pretty much what Marvel does and DC also does. And they do manage, some companies don't really, they sell through a comicsology, but they also have their own apps and their own systems to deliver their own product, in this case like Dark Horse Comics, IDW but for the most part, the big companies on all of them, ultimately, they come to Comixology. And they are the ones that they are distributing uh, you know, digitally. So this system, it tries to give power, but at the same time, uh, it, it doesn't have everything included. Of course, you know, we have to wait and see until the 15th when they they actually appointed the time where they say they're gonna cover the entire stores pretty much worldwide. I don't know if this is gonna work out, and this is not necessarily, um, and I'm not trying to, you know in this case this credit with this company does but this is a company from new zealand and uh, i don't know um as much as they they are hopeful that they can do it and i'm sure that they can uh at the end of the day everything is in the hands of pretty much uh, american publishers in this case diamond and it's going to be decided by them so it is, it is hopeful thought you know it's a hopeful plan but not necessarily one as it was presented by in this case i would say a more um Suber article in this case by Hollywood Reporter, but a, a better picture of the re- that the reality that we're living in. Now there's a lot of pro- pros and cons uh, with what's happening here. I, I, although I'm a big fan of comic books uh, physical format, I gotta be honest with you. I, r- I stopped reading physical format years ago. Um, once I discovered digital, I, I, I haven't really l- looked back. Um, it is sad to say because I've I, I always supported uh, comic books. I have read comics since I was a kid. Um, I've I seen so many changes in the industry. I'm in my 40s, so I already seen a lot of changes in this industry over the years. I remember when I was a kid when, you know, comic book stores, there was no specialty stores. There were no comic book shops. You have to go to the, the pretty much on the, in the line of the, of the shopping stores, you know, you have on those lines, you have the comic books there, You have to go to the little kiosk or the little a newspaper stands. That's the only place that you find comics. They were everywhere. They were easy to find. Even at the little convenience store, you have the comic book stand. Uh, All those years, uh, they were fine. Then, of course, we saw uh, the growth in the late 80s and, of course, the 90s of pretty much the direct market, and you start seeing the growth of all these specialty stores, the comic book shops as we know them now. Uh, And they were like candy stores, you know, because now you had everything and so many options. But, of course, you saw the decline and the crash of the comic book industry in the 90s as well due to so many factors in there. I mean, we can go into this rabbit hole and talk about who was at fault. It happened. That's what happened. But thankfully, it survived. And the industry has been strong. And I think most of it has to do with the fact that in recent years we've seen an increase, of course, through movies. And people are watching and paying more attention more than ever to comic book heroes because of the movies, because Hollywood. And people have come back into in these stores, and now our stores have become more like a specialty stores, and many comic book shops. They're not only selling or you know showcasing comic books; they're also showcasing statues and action figures. Some places are places where there's gaming; they sell gaming, they trade stuff, or even for board games. So you see all this sort of things that they have apparel, they have all sort of things. So it's more like a geek fandom place, more than just a comic book store. But uh, they have really struggled to survive. Many of them, and the reason why they have adapted this uh, this system where they include in all sort of things, all sort of hobbies, is because they want to survive. They want to stay uh, relevant in an economy that is always really losing customers, and it has been losing customers. And you know, the industry has changed. You know, the world has changed. You know, the, my generation that loves physical is dying out. It's moving away from comics, and now you have a younger generation that love comics and they they stick with some comics but also they're moving into the digital format. The next generation is going to be digital only. And there's a lot of good things about digital. Yeah, I am, I would say, a prophet of the digital media. I've been a prophet of the digital media for years. I've said, this is the world, this is the way it's going to move. Uh, You can see right there, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have a collection of books. I love my hardcover books. Those are collections that I love, that I grew up with. But every comic book I read right now is in digital format. It's the only way I do it. Now, how this is going to affect the industry, we really don't know but the writing is on the wall. It is clear that the world is going to change, particularly the world of comic books, that many people are going to lose their jobs. Many shops are going to close. That's just bottom line. We knew that it was coming. It was coming one way or another. Yeah, you can have this type of apps and this type of things that kind of control the way you do it and people can purchase and they go in person, but it's going to move into digital eventually. It's going to move there. And I know that a lot of people are afraid that Comic Hub can just push people to the edge. have to see it like that for example netflix i remember when netflix came out years ago it or- originally was you have to get your little you know this you go to this places the little kiosk and you got the little this then you got it in the mail you have to choose it, wait a couple of days until it comes in the mail your dvd uh, your blu-ray and then you can watch them and of course then it became uh, they they move away from that into the digital format and that's what they do now and you don't miss that so once you move into something new the chances for you to go back into the store are really minimal. So definitely, the fear is that this is going to push people once they start experiencing more digital, and they say, "Well, this is the way we have to do it." Then it becomes more comfortable to them. And I would say I'm a clear example of that because I used to be a physical person. I used to love comic books in a physical format until I discovered digital. And once I discovered, at first I was a bit reluctant, but once I found it very easy and it became very easy for me, particularly when it happened to me, it was probably over 10 years ago when I was traveling a lot because of work. I had to stay in hotels. I have to go to different towns and and I was always away from home. So the only way to entertain myself was, I would love to read comics. So I had a tablet and I started reading comics through a tablet and you know what? I start finding it easier. It was easier for me. I'm traveling. All I have is my my luggage, you know, my clothes or whatever, my computer, my laptop, the stuff that I carry with me for work. And I don't have to carry like stacks of books and anything like that. And because I at the beginning I was carrying books and uh, it was easier, it was simpler. And then I became, you know, addicted to it. I, I got hooked and see me now i love digital i read digital every i wouldn't say every day but a uh, few hours a week uh i read more than just uh, you know a couple of days a week i take a fo- couple hours and i read comics in the digital format so the fear of that is clear and um many comic book shops particularly small comic book shops in small towns are the ones that are going to pay the price um and unfortunately this is the the reality that we're living in now Although I praise and I love digital, a part of me feels bad and sad because this is, we're moving into a new era and things are changing. And to the point, and of course, it's always sad to see that people lose their jobs and their dream jobs. Some people, they open that with all their hopes and they go to work in a comic book shop because they they love to be there. They love the interaction with people. They love to talk about comics with others. But we're living in a different world where even even GameStop is closing 300 stores because they're not going to be able to to keep up with the, the times where everything's moving to digital format. Um, they're also suffering and that's even a, a newer, it's a more modern hobby in comparison to comics. So if they are closing stores, it's very clear that comic bookshops also are going to go on the same route. It's just the way it is. It is sad to see, I hope that Comic Hub can create something, but it's just so idealistic the way they're doing it and ultimately, if they're able to succeed, ultimately people are going to move from physical to digital, because it's easier. And this is going to, in reality, it's going to benefit companies like Amazon, a comiXology, all of them, but it's not going to really benefit, I would say uh, the, the, small, the, the small comic book shops. That's just bottom line. Now coming to the conclusion of the video uh, of this podcast is that we have to realize this, the world is changing for good and bad. There are good things that come in with modern times. There are bad things that come in with modern times, and we have to learn to adapt. This is something that has been predicted for years, uh, and some people say, "Well, the numbers are you know are better. People are selling comics, you know, people are still buying. There's still a big group of people that still go for physical. They still want to hold that comic book, and the numbers are growing, have been growing in recent years. But this is kind of like a roller coaster. Of course, people go on and to the comic book shop because of the movies, and the movies, like every other genre, it comes through moments where people love the superhero genre, and there's come times where people don't care much about the superhero genre and when that draws people are going to move to the next thing and you know, comics are not going to be able to survive. You know, the industries are putting more emphasis in gaming. Even Marvel and DC are putting more emphasis in gaming because that's where most of the people are right now. So it is clear that things are going to change. Things are changing. Uh, and we have to be supportive of this. I would say, that I, I wouldn't say right now that you need to support your local comic book shop. You know, support them, yes, if that's what you want to do. Uh, unfortunately, I don't support a comic book shop. I don't have a comic book shop in my local area. The last one that we had closed years back, and there's one that is far away from me, and there's another one is far away from me. Uh, it's like 45 an hour from me, and sometimes I go there, uh, and one I prefer over the other, uh, but they're dying out. You know, when you go there, they definitely they're not the same that they used to be, and unfortunately, this is the picture everywhere. And, um, you know, I want and I st- so it's easier to grab a tablet and just buy yourself digitally automatically, you can read the comics. Uh, it is just the sign of the times. And, uh, unfortunately, of course, again, unfortunately, it's really affecting a lot of people. And that's the saddest part at the end of the day. It's not about the comics, it's not really about the art. It, most importantly, it's about the people behind this, the industry they are really more concerned. The people that work in these comic book shops, the people that work for the distributors, the artists and the people that work for these companies, you know, they are the ones that create the art, they work for Marvel, for DC, for, You know, In this case, Dark Horse, for IDW, for all these indie companies. But everything is moving, and we have to realize that. I I do believe that we have to support comics, and I do believe that things are going to change. And uh, how they're going to change, I don't know. How fast are they going to change? I don't know, but really things are moving fast, and really fast right now. And this is whatever was already expected, which was the decline of the physical media. We knew that all along it is coming and it's going to have happen faster because of coronavirus, that's just bottom line. I'm not trying to scare people with this the podcast, it's not the purpose of it, it's just the reality of it. And we have to accept that reality and we have to be prepared for it. Uh, how these are going to unfold, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that I definitely don't have an answer, nobody does. I don't think even Marvel, DC, Diamond, or anybody in the industry, even the people that are well versed in the industry, really know, it's something that right now, Oh, we can you know we can just wait and see and expect the best, hope for the best, but we have to also be prepared for the worst. And at the end of the day, that's just bottom line. But what is your opinion? What do you think? Yes, it's complicated. Um, I don't know. It just part of me feels old. <laughs> Because I look back and I said, man, I remember with comic books I, when I was a kid, I go to the kiosk in my town, you know, the newspaper. Yeah, there were a couple of kiosks in my town close to my house. And I used to go there to one looking for my comics. And back in those days, uh, you know, I didn't have much money. Whatever I have that week... Sometimes they had, you know, like uh, the, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers. So I have to choose between Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, the Justice League. I choose between all those characters. Normally I chose based on the cover. If the cover really attracted me. I said, well, this is the one I'm taking. If I have money for two, I take two. But most of the time I only have one, you know, and uh, it depends on how I felt. And it was just the art. And I don't remember those days looking at the art, particularly the art of John Byrne was something else when I was a kid back in the 80s i don't know it's just amazing i was just a kid and i love those comic books and that was a time you know you knew that every week you can go there and every week they were there and if you that you got there late another kid got there and they took the last copy and you didn't got a chance i still got another kiosk i could go to the next kiosk a couple blocks down the road and um i go there and i got the copy and those were great times um uh, but That time is just an image in my mind of many, many years ago, over 30 some years ago. And now, of course, we live in a different world. And uh, it's insane to, to see the things, how things are unfolding. And now I just grab my tablet, like the one I have right here, you know, pull my comic. And there's no sense of surprise. There's no sense of surprise like it was back in the day. But, hey, it is the way it is. And, you know. There's no reason to cry over spilled milk. It's just the way it is. Oh, my friends, God bless you. Take care. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, to comment, and to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, If you listen to the podcast, share the podcast with your friends. You can come to Facebook, Twitter. You can share with me your thoughts. I would like to hear them. Take care, my friends. Have a nice week and stay safe. I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.